1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit
2: sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger.
3: Hey everybody, what's going on? Jeff Rieger, another episode of The Daily Ticket. This one for a Tuesday, the 6th of February, 2024. So I had an epiphany. I don't think you're ready to move on from football. I did yesterday's podcast about J.D. Martinez. I thought it was brilliant, if I do say so myself. I said the Tigers should go out and sign J.D. Martinez. I think like four people watched it. I don't think anybody cares about baseball, basketball, hockey, anything right now. I think you're still in the football frame of mind. Now, I do believe that will change. It's going to change for me as well, but I don't blame you. It's the only thing we care about, especially after going as far as the Lions went. It was such an abrupt ending, wasn't it? You lose one moment, the next thing you know, you got to wait six, seven months for fucking football again. That's tough to deal with. It is. So the bottom line is now I know let's talk football, people, because everything else I'm not quite sure you care about unless you just hate me, which is understandable. I mean, listen, you know me long enough and eventually everybody ends up hating me or strongly disliking me. That's why my best relationships are like, I don't know, when they first happen, everybody thinks I'm so cool then they get to know me then they all hate me. I should probably work these issues out with somebody. I don't know if it's all true what I just said, but sometimes I believe it. Nobody watched that podcast. I think the Tigers should go out and sign J.D. Martinez. I don't think you care. Anyway, let's get to it, shall we? Because I do have stuff that I think you're going to care about. Brad Holmes, the GM for the Lions, talked yesterday. I thought it was really interesting. Brad Holmes came out on fire. He had about an 11-minute monologue before he took even one question. And it was funny because he spoke for about 11 minutes. He called out members of the media that doubted the Lions and got things wrong about the Lions. We'll get to that momentarily. And then he said, all right, great seeing y'all. and walked off the podium. Of course, he was kidding. Like, he was on fire. He was ready to go. He had moved this press conference back. He was supposed to talk last week. Instead, he decided to talk yesterday. And I wanted to hit a couple things that he said. I want to get your thoughts through the comment sections on what you thought he had to say. I want to give you my thoughts as well. But the overwhelming feeling that I took away from Brad Holmes' press conference, and by the way, it was super entertaining. And it was like 37 minutes. I listened and watched every word. That's kind of rare when a GM speaks. Usually, you kind of like malaise over. Usually, you kind of eyeballs roll in the back of your head, right? But Brad kept my attention. He did. And the overwhelming feeling for me was he hears everything we say. He reads everything writers write. Like Brad Holmes is well aware of what people think of his football team. So much that he kept receipts. Now, I feel Dan Campbell has receipts as well. Remember, he told us he did towards the end of the season. That was before he said, hey, listen, doubters, the train is left without you. You're too late. Brad Holmes now has receipts and he was not afraid to cash them in or at least tell you about them. You cash receipts in. What do you do with receipts? You don't cash them in. They're for having bought something. Anyway, he wasn't afraid to tell you what he asked to think. Take a listen. This is great. This is from, and I want to get the guy's name right. I stole this from Twitter because he did a better job than I did. But the individual's name is. Ari Mirov at my sports update. He tweeted out amazing Lions GM Brad Holmes cashed some receipts today at his press conference. He literally called out reporters that thought his draft picks were wrong. Take a listen. This is three minutes and it kind of bounces around here and there. But Ari did a nice job of giving you the essence of Brad throughout 37 minutes, multiple times calling out reporters. I dug it because it was entertaining. And he also didn't call out me, which makes me feel good about life.
2: Look back at those picks, and those picks were not welcomed by many in this room. You know, Dave, you want us to pick quarterback. You didn't want us to pick Panay Sewell. You know, people didn't want us to wait to the fourth round to draft a wide receiver. People didn't want to wait on a Derek Barnes to develop. But every single move was intentional, and was made with intention, you know. Back in 2021, we did not have multiple ones. We did not have multiple twos. We did not have four picks in the first 100, you know. Now, we did have that, and we used those wisely. You guys didn't agree, but we used those picks wisely. But we didn't have – we had one extra pick in 2021. We had a comp third. That was Iffy Melifonu. Carlos, I know you said that that was a miss. But that was the only extra. That was the only extra pick. So what I'm saying is, that's not required to sustain what we built going forward. So, um, how does it make you feel when you make a decision that isn't well received by everybody, but still standing on your two toes and going forward? I mean, just make everybody or you included? No, I mean just anybody. I ain't really ever. I, I ain't say too much today and do what they do, But just going forward and picking those. Smaller things. Uh, that's not a criticism, I'm just saying. I mean, it seems like you're enjoying it a little bit. No, no, it's, uh, I'll, I'll say this. I'm big on accountability, you know, and um, I think you all would expect me to be accountable when I'm up here. Uh, when, when things don't go right, you would expect me to be accountable. And I am, I, I feel I'm a very accountable person. I think um, when you heard so much negativity about our draft and then when I said, look, wait till they start playing football, it'll be appreciative. When they started playing football and people started giving them credit, the negativity kind of just everybody forgot about it. Nobody, you know, I, I give I give probably two people credit in this room that said, you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong, and I and I appreciate that, and I respected that. But just the other about, you know, you knew they were wrong, and then they. Oh man, these rookies are playing so well. Or you hear the man. Many people thought, many people gave them backlash. Or oh man, there were some people that. No, it wasn't many. It was. It was you. You like. I'm reading it like no. You gave them backlash. And so it's just having accountability, that, that that's that, that, thats all it is. But, again, like I said, I'm not here to, I told you so. Again, I told you so was when we selected the players. Um, you got- all
3: right, so here's a couple things. First of all, so entertaining. He called out Dave Burkett from the Free Press, which, by the way, I don't know that Dave did or printed what he said. He called out my good friend Carlos Menares from the Free Press as well. You heard, we had a comp pick. We took Ify Mellon and when he said, Carlos, you didn't like it. He called out Eric Woodyard from ESPN as well. <laughs> he called out pretty much the whole damn room. How about him saying only two people in this room? And it was a packed room, by the way. There was like 20, 30 reporters there. Only two people said they were wrong. All Brad Holmes wants you to do is admit that you were wrong. Now, let's be honest. Here's a couple of things. First of all, Brad Holmes has not admitted he was wrong about maybe not having a kicker or directing Levi Onzerige in the second round. He's been more right than wrong, that's for sure. But, I mean, come on. Is he admitting he was wrong about every draft blunder? The second thing, too, is I don't think there was as much negativity about Brad's drafts as he likes to say there are. I mean, I don't know who he's listening to. I don't know what he's reading. But he seems to think that everybody hated his draft. Now, I'll tell you this, like Panay Sewell or Justin Fields, Brad Holmes was correct. Panay Sewell was the pick. The guy's an absolute stud all pro. I think he was probably talking a lot about Jameer Gibbs. Taking him last year in the first round, nobody wants to take a running back. He turned out to be right there as well. So I have no issue with Brad Holmes, not that he cares what I think, but I have no issue with Brad Holmes calling out people that doubted him by any means. I mean, listen, if you're going to dish it out, you got to be able to take it. What we do for a living is we give our opinion. And if we happen to be wrong, then so be it. Brad Holmes listens to it. And if he wants to call us out, I think he should. Just like we call him out when he's wrong about stuff. Or we'll call him out when he's wrong about stuff. So I dig it. I think it was great. I think it was really entertaining. First press conference in a long time that I was into it the entire time. Really good press conference. I'm curious what you think, though.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
0: Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: He wasn't calling out the fans. He was calling out the media. But I'm sure you doubted his drafting as well a little bit. Interesting stuff from Brad Holmes. I dig it. I thought it was great. But I got more Holmes. He thinks you're great. Brad Holmes on the fans of Detroit. Take a listen.
2: He loves you. I don't think there's any debate that we have the best fan base in the world, uh, hands down. I don't care what anybody says. Any, any sport. Uh, look, we they made Ford Field tough this year. They made it a tough environment to play. And even our road games, those road atmospheres, they made it. Uh, you know, just all due respect to all of our opponents, but I'll, I'll say this we couldn't have asked more from them for what they did for us in terms of their travel, the sacrifices that they made. We were able to accomplish a lot this year, Uh, you know, division title, you know, home playoff game, playoff, win all just uh, been over 30 years to accomplish all of that. So just really a credit to all the fans for everything that they did. Uh, They, they, they truly did their part.
3: So he loves the fans. I think we all love the fans. He's dead on, by the way. The fans were so instrumental to the success of the Lions, just like Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell were so instrumental. The fans were unbelievable. I will never forget. I don't think you will either. Those two home games. More the Rams game than the Bucks game because the Rams game, it was like negative seven outside. It was Sunday Night Football. Matthew Stafford was back. I mean, the atmosphere was so fucking cool. The Bucks were so cool, too, because that got you to an NFC title game. But not just at Ford Field. Lions fans traveled all season long, and it got to be pretty routine looking at people's video, the Sea of Blue flooding Chicago and Minnesota and Kansas City, and the list goes on and on and on. The fans are tremendous, and I agree with them. Best fans of any sports, the Detroit Lions fans, 100%. But let's stay on the topic of the fans. Brad Holmes has a message for the fans that he loves so much. Take a listen.
2: What I want to tell really our fans is, look, it's only going to get better, okay? We're only going to get better, all right? I don't want anybody to think that this was a a one-shot Cinderella magical journey that just happened. No, it's real, all right? This, was, this is exactly what... It was supposed to happen, and I understand that based on history, from what's happened in the past. Like I understand, you have a season like this. It's easy to feel like this was kind of a a one shot, magical, lucky, uh, cute story, which I'm tired of hearing. Uh, it's it's it, it was it was none of that. It's it's easy to think that, but no, every move that me and Dan make, it has been made to sustain what we are building, all right? Every single move, and I'll say every single move we make and every single move we do not make is to sustain what we have been building. So um, it's real. Look, it's all to normalize what we're doing, all right? This is to normalize it.
3: All right, so a couple things there. First of all, I think that was a little bit of a shot at the people that wanted Brad Holmes to go out at the trade deadline and get some help because he said, listen, We think about every move we make, and we think about every move that we don't make. Here's the other thing that I loved at the very end of the clip. He said it's all about normalizing it, and he's absolutely right because I do think there's a lot of people that have suffered through the agony of being Alliance fans their entire life, and they probably think, like, yeah, I waited 30 years from the 90s until now. Who's to say I'm not going to be waiting another 30 years, or maybe I die before we get any more success? But I like what he said. He said normalizing. He wants this to become the norm. And you know what? It kind of feels like the norm, doesn't it? He's done a tremendous job. And when he says it's real easy because of the history to think this is Cinderella or one magical year. I am King SOL. I am King negativity. I feel I, for my entire life, are skeptical against the Lions, but not against this team. I have all the faith in the world that they're going to be back. Now, will they be back in the NFC title game? We wait and we see. That takes a little bit of luck along with a lot of skill, too. But there's no doubt in my mind that they're going to be one of the better teams in the NFC next season. I got one more Brad Holmes for you because you can't talk to Brad Holmes without getting his opinion on Jared Goff. Will he extend Goff? What does he think about his quarterback?
2: First Jared, look. I've always had belief in Jared. You guys have always heard me that I don't think, um, I don't know what more needs to be said from a leadership or performance standpoint or what, what more he needs to do, um, in, in that regard. But in terms of the belief, as always, I think I said this to you guys before is that, you know, you know, he got drafted in 16 and, you know, he didn't, he wasn't a full-time starter, but 17 was his first year as a full-time starter and he made the playoffs. And, you know. Um, you know, got got exited versus the Falcons that year, but the second year as a full-time starter, he went to a Super Bowl. And what I didn't understand, I didn't understand why his career was defined after he went to a Super Bowl, a second year as a full-time starter. And so then when he came to us, um, I always had beliefs. So him doing what he did this past year or even the year before um it's not a surprise to us. Um, I just know how he's wired. I know the talent he has. I know the leadership he has. I know this, his mental and physical toughness. I know what he's made about. And um, and I, I think his peers and definitely his teammates uh, recognize the same thing. So um, just happy that what he's done and, um, you know, just uh, could, couldn't, couldn't be more proud of everything he's achieved. Right.
3: All right, so he didn't say we're going to extend them, but it sounds like they're going to extend them, doesn't it? Of course it is. He's got one more year in his deal. They could franchise him if they want. I got to believe they're going to pay Jared Goff and a lot of other guys. And Brad Holmes didn't mention this yesterday. There's a lot of guys up for extension. So going to be an interesting off season. Let's get to some comments and get the hell out of here. Sound good? Good. By the way, comment section yourself. What'd you think of the Brad Holmes comments? What'd you think of him calling out some media members? What did you think of his message to the fans? Any angle you want to attack it from, let me know. Comment section about Brad Holmes. Now, I did lie to you a little bit. I said, nobody watched yesterday's podcast. I should have said, almost nobody watched yesterday's podcast. I think we got more listeners than watchers on YouTube. The YouTube crowd, apparently a football crowd, the audio podcast crowd. They'll listen to anything apparently, but, Here's what I got. And by the way, please leave comments, and I'll make sure to read comments every episode. In fact, we got some exciting news on the Daily Ticket. Going to try to get you all more involved. We'll get to that tomorrow. But here is a comment from Austin Bros. Feeling optimistic about the Tigers this year. Can't help but to hope to God that Scott Harris gets this thing right and brings us to the promised land. Summers at Comerica Park just hit different. I would agree with you. A great summer at Comerica Park leads up to good footballs right? And we need something to take up our time while we wait for another Lions football season. Keith Rubb, 1476. What's Scott waiting for? Let's do this. Sign J.D. Martinez. If this lineup had somewhat of a decent hitter last year, they could have the division minus that nine-game losing skid. I would agree with you. Keeley 6083 says Scott Harris is not signing a D.H. L-M-F-A-O. That's laughing my fucking ass off. I'm pretty hip, aren't I? And then here's one more for you. D-Town Love 10, talking about J.D. Martinez. He's 36. We got to do better than that. So those are your comments. Please, comment section, what'd you think of Brad Holmes calling out some media members that doubted him on the draft? I thought it was damn entertaining. I got no issue with it. It's funny because some beat writers then went out on Twitter and put their preseason analysis out there almost to say, see, I wasn't wrong. Like who cares? People are wrong. People are right. Take it from a guy that's wrong all the time. Me. You say you were wrong and you move on. I'm wrong. I say it to my wife all the time, even though I don't mean it. I'm wrong. I say it to everybody. I'm wrong. It happens. You can't predict the future. And by the way, Brad Holmes is wrong on some stuff as well too. So if he's going to hold you responsible for admitting you were wrong and having accountability, He should admit he was wrong about stuff too. However, he's definitely more right than wrong because they were in the NFC title game and it took all of three years. But do you agree with what he says? Do you believe it? The whole normalizing good Lions football and not allowing the past to make you believe this was a one year wonder. So, comment section, let me know, hit me up, and we'll catch you tomorrow on a Wednesday. Take care, everybody. Bye bye.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.